0: Hello, I'm Tom and
1: Kay and
0: we are Lake Erie Dogs and this is the Lake Erie Dogs podcast episode number nine.
1: If you want to learn more about Lake Erie Dogs, you can find us at lakeeriedogs.com. We're on social media at Lake Erie Dogs and if you want to support us on Patreon, you can find us there at lakeeriedogs.com as well. Hey, Kay. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Now that I just got serenaded by Johnny Martins with some of his beautiful intro music that he wrote for us.
1: Yeah, it's putting Bay season, too.
0: Yeah. He um does Jam Night at Topsy Turvies every oh, Tuesday. Tuesday. That's the one I know that's consistent. Um, But yeah, you can find Johnny up on the islands playing some tunes for you. Fun. Yeah. Cool. Well, welcome back.
1: Yeah, uh, we took a little two-week break
0: it might have been like three
1: no two it
0: was only two yeah okay so now we're setting realistic expectations for this podcast (laughs) (laughs) um you know the the big thing is it's like there can be more going on in life and Mm -hmm. as much as i want to keep making a podcast it's just one of those things you know pulling out the equipment getting our topic ready Mm -hmm. and all those kind of things Not that it's been on the back of our mind. It's just been hard. It's been on
1: the front of our mind. Yeah. We talk about it. We're like, oh,
0: we got to do a podcast. um, And then we
1: talk about all these awesome topics.
0: Yeah. So thankfully, we got the espresso machine unpacked this week. And um, (laughs) we're here doing a podcast. It's working. It is working. Right?
1: So we want (laughs) to do like a little recap first and then Mm -hmm. jump into our topic. We're talking dog today. So
0: we're going to talk. Yeah, exactly. We've been talking a lot about it property and you know Updates. we recently moved into our new count, i like compound that's what people keep calling it um and we've been dealing with that a lot but you know the past two episodes we talked about it and we really want to bring it back to talking about dog right, right. so we're going to do a little update on our yeah. board and trains who we have who's i can't remember who's gone came since but um yeah, so dog wise, boarding's been great.
1: Yeah, we've had a lot of dogs coming and going, enjoying the property. Clients seeing the place—it's been awesome. Yes, um, it's just so much fun to have a good group of off-leash dogs enjoying this place.
0: Yeah, and it was really crazy that we have Solly, who's a Great Dane Mastiff, who
1: one hundred or two hundred and ten pounds.
0: Two hundred ten pounds. He's huge. Probably a lot of people that listen have seen Sully. Yeah. Um. He was with us, and you know we were Mm -hmm. able to set up our Great Dane Mastiff crate that we have, like our largest crate that we have, and he was able to play inside, and it was bizarre because we the space is just yeah we've boarded Sully
1: before at our old place, and it was I mean you you lose half your house (laughs) yeah but this time it was so refreshing and it was just like we really enjoyed having him and it wasn't a burden at all whatsoever and that burden
0: and then like board and trains we've had we've been we've had georgia and chase consistently Mm -hmm. um zeke went home
1: zeke went home porter and poppy went home yeah they're doing wonderfully missing porter
0: and poppy man zeke Zeke was a great guy and porter and poppy were just and their owners are just
1: having so much fun with them i Mm -hmm. mean It's really dogs who go home in spring and summer really get the full feel for what we offer because, you know, you get that off-leash stuff, you get to go in public, you get to go for more walks, and they're taking full advantage. And that's just, makes my heart scream.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and the full advantage definitely comes with what we're able to, like, do with them before the dog does the take-home, right? Because you really want to give these owners and our clients, like, not a hijack on their lifestyle, but that, hey, things are going to change and we need Mm -hmm. to really switch up what your routines are looking like because training, if you want to implement it, there's a few things you're going to have to do to make this realistic and long-lasting, right? So that kind of A lot of
1: people come in with, like, this idea of what it's going to look like and we really give them, like, okay, this is what you got to do to get there. mm -hmm. And we do that over a six-month period. So, like, it really does –
0: I'll tell you, it's like three to four months right now. It was six when we were yeah, getting booked was, up. Yeah, it was. I mean, Porter and Poppy um,
1: signed out in November.
0: Yeah, and like you know, that's also kind of the, you know, with us working together, we're probably going to be looking for employment pretty pretty soon. Ooh, Once he we drop
1: the line, I said it. I said it. We, we haven't said it anywhere yet.
0: We are going to be looking for an employee that you know I could really do a lot of training with, but then you know doing kennel work and you know all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, if you're someone that listens and you are looking for that job, reach maybe reach out. out we will um, talk about um, it. before we put it out there in public this and everything. This is time.
1: a full-time mm-hmm. um W2 position. Yeah, opportunity. So. 10 dollars 1099. But go on. I don't
0: know <laughs> the difference. <Really? laughs> um we'll, we'll talk we'll talk about it. We'll figure that out. Um but yeah, we're we're going to have to get employment because we're get, you know, are our-
1: We're getting to the point where we want to take on more and mm-hmm. it definitely a third person will make that happen
0: yeah 100 percent. so once we get all these projects on which there's in a lot of projects on the homestead um you know we hit, we've had my dad come out help get air put in he the shop area
1: installed a very legit air conditioning system and heating system in the shop where we do all of our training. The dogs sleep, and mm-hmm. it's just life changing.
0: Yeah, because it was getting early on when we had those first couple like eighty degree days. Mm-hmm. Um, you could tell in there it was just warming humid. up, humid, very quickly after we got the concrete put on, on yeah, top of it, it. Changed, and it was cool though because there's so much more training opportunities on the property where like we have Chase in Georgia right now, mm-hmm. and they couldn't be around vacuums and mm-hmm. they're. I had all of them with Boomer, who was boarding for a while, the boxer, all of them just, like, in bed stays with even Solly out mm-hmm. as, like, my dad was literally putting a hole through a reinforced concrete wall. Conc- concrete wall. So it's a very loud... He was using the very loud impact, like, hammer True. drill things. And um, they, had, they were all in bed stays and doing greats. And, like, we were able to work them yeah. through that and that it kind of really stuff. It was
1: really cool to see them, like, experience mm. these people walking in and out. And, like, they weren't necessarily mm-hmm. people that wanted to you know talk like and integrate with them but Mm. they had to watch and yeah then we had um the 80 ton of gravel dropped off yeah the other day
0: but i would say the coolest thing that's happened in the past few weeks was doing our first midway here
1: um we
0: had chase's family come over and you know the young the kids came up with them as well yeah and if you guys saw the post about the the cookies what's the her company's name
1: sweet 33 i think
0: yeah she made the most amazing cookies with like
1: they're she, pieces of art they aren't just they like are us. art right we, we, we couldn't even eat three of them
0: yeah it has like she was able to put our logo on a cookie and with with icing with icing and did our dogs like little yeah. cookies and everything and we couldn't be more grateful for that um we if you're listening that it was so awesome
1: still blown away
0: but the coolest thing that was like, that was a very cool midway lesson. Yeah. Because the kids were the able to The two work... oldest
1: kids came.
0: Yeah. They got to work Chase. But not only did they get to work Chase, like, we worked Georgia. Because mm. Chase was doing perfectly. And I was like, oh, you've got to learn through mistakes. Not only does a human have to, like, experience yeah. that, but so does a dog. And most times, like, we'll get into it. it is like, you know, midways aren't the simplest lesson. They're probably the heart. Like, the second hardest from the take home, right? Um, but bringing them back to their people usually leads to the dog making a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. We found that when we did like a little, um, downtown walk with him, cause we did do that too with the adults. Um, but he was doing perfectly and yeah. I was like, you guys can't really, you know, it's hard to learn if he's doing this good, yeah. you know, you guys get, we'll get the concept and I'll be able to explain it. But so I kind of thought for a second and George is like a week behind chase like learning curve wise mm-hmm. right um and she came in a, a week, week before week. so it was really cool to have them take over georgia yeah i was like okay how about this i want you guys to walk georgia and just practice doing some of this stuff as the other one walks chase because georgia was making more mistakes and they were able to learn and kind of practice her with her because she was just like perfect she's gonna make a mistake for the most part because she's like who are you yeah. you know um and they took the reins on that, um, like the owner and the daughter. They they both took over Georgia, and Georgia did great with them. Yeah. Like and but most of all, they did great. I was like, I love clients like them that really invest in their mindset into the training. Mm-hmm. Where they did perfectly, and they were trying to make Georgia go further. Yeah, they were. They weren't like they oh, were this training is her themselves. Yeah, and I was like, I have to do more of this. And we're going to start doing that more in less. Yeah, like
1: bringing another dog for you to work. Exactly. Because it's a different experience. And exactly. And then you get to, you know, Chase was doing really well. And mm-hmm. he's not going to always be doing really well. And, like, you have to know how to work through those problems mm-hmm. when they're happening. Um, and I think those moments at the midway make such a big difference on, mm-hmm. like, four weeks after the board and train take home.
0: When exactly. things
1: have kind of, like, the dust has settled. Mm -hmm. and uh you're you're going out to public for the first time or something yeah like those moments you'll remember like oh i did that and that's how i got back to where i want him to be so
0: exactly that's where you know midways this is kind of the topic that's
1: what we're talking about we're
0: talking about midway that's what we're getting i really segue well with like chase's uh talking yeah. about that but it was really an awesome experience yeah. to do that and then we also took him into town on memorial day weekend with his owners which was and, so
1: busy and it was
0: fun and they have bike weekend just everything in sandusky Loud on memorial noises,
1: day music playing
0: and chase really knocked it out of the park and again we brought georgia yeah and again again when chase was doing really good like leo was like Can i do work georgia yeah. a little bit and i was like yeah go for it you know and um you know Georgia did great with that again. Yeah. So Midway's, and Georgia's Midway is coming up this weekend. Yeah.
1: Okay. So So. we do lessons before the board and train. Mm -hmm. And then we do one to two lessons while the dog's staying with us with the owner. Mm -hmm. They come out to our house or we meet up in public. And Mm -hmm. then the take-homes at their house.
0: Exactly. So where this kind of formed was most board and train programs are usually like one lesson. Like, mm-hmm. or in a follow-up. Like, the dog gets trained, then you come and pick up the dog, and you then there's a, a follow-up lesson. That's kind of standard. That's at least what I know has been standard for a very long time. Yeah. Maybe things are changing. Maybe I'm not the only one doing midways anymore. You I know? know somebody else does yeah. midways. So, I was very, and a lot of people did, did like, it's very frustrating to try to slam all this education, all this information into the um, take-home Take lesson home. when you did a board and train. Okay. So, I was like, let's just try it.
1: Mm -mm.
0: And it was something that kind of just, I was like, all right, why don't we split it up to where we can teach obedience, bad behaviors, and go over, like,
1: management
0: that kind of stuff. And let's halfway through the board and train just go for a walk with the owner.
1: We call it, like, a walk and
0: talk. Yeah, initially it was a walk and talk. And it was just, we'd go for the two miles at the quarry, whether the dog did great or not, whether I walked the dog most of the time. Right. To where now the midway is... You know, we reintroduce the owners. We have the owners be ready to take over the dog, and they do the whole, whole walk most yeah, of the they time.
1: they start using the tools, because mm-hmm. well, prior to this, they had not used the e-collar.
0: Exactly. They had
1: gotten a little bit in the, before lessons, we get into the leash a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but they hadn't had the full experience of the dog, like in a heel or using leash pressure in that way.
0: Exactly. So they
1: get to take over the leash and the e-collar in this lesson.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, is each tool is a translator. I Mm. always say this. Okay. So like you have the food. Okay. Well, if you're going to translate, you need to know how to speak that other language. Like, so first you have to teach the owner how to do that. Then you have to teach them how to communicate with the leash properly so that they can get the most efficiency out of it. Mm. Right. And then obviously the same with the e-collar. And then we would try to jam all of this within the midway and the. And take the take home. home, right? So that's why also- We were doing
1: a lot of like texting and that was yeah. just not sticking.
0: Getting the message across because no. it was like, oh, there's the dog doing something. I'm going to disregard the rest of the information and just be like, Emotional. oh, look, I miss my dog, They're right? They're
1: doing so good. I miss him yeah. so much. And I'm like, did you read that six yeah. paragraph text I sent? Like <laughs> I just
0: spent the past 40 minutes writing this text to you. Did and, you like, read did it? Did you
1: take the quiz?
0: Like we even did like voiceover videos and I was like-
1: it's fine. Yeah, they were great.
0: It wasn't a bad, yeah. bad thing. Like, But we got to that extent. And I'm just like, this is still not clicking. We what more can I do as on. a teacher and as an educator here? What more can I do? And then we started doing like Zooms beforehand mm-hmm. because it was during COVID and it was a nice time to kind of experiment with that because we're like, we don't know if we're even going to be able to make the midway, mm-hmm. right? So then we were like, or if take homes have to be just, you drop the dog off, right? right? We didn't know. So then we started doing Zooms and like you know distanced outside one-on-one lessons once that became appropriate again right right and then we kind of got to this point where i was doing more one-on-one lessons with board and trains after covid because just out of the necessity to get the information across and i really was seeing we were really seeing more of a result mm. okay and then with the one-on-one lessons before covid we were kind of at this point where it was like mm not that you know they were bad i just we kind of have this i kind of have an ocd standard for like you know
1: well i mean you want the the service you provide you have expectations for it
0: exactly and me just leaving it into the owner's hands just kind of frustrated me because there was just it was never a hundred percent and like you know training's never going to be a hundred percent but it wasn't like the hundred percent or the 80 percent in other people they eyes weren't seeing I was the
1: results for. you wanted them to see
0: exactly exactly and there was just constant follow-up or questions or just it was just getting kind of frustrating for me um and we again we're a two-person show and it was kind of like doing one-on-ones on top of the board and trains mm-hmm. on top of getting the information across to the board and trains to where that's when the program kind of changed
1: yeah we niched down <laughs> yeah
0: so then we said like okay you're gonna get two lessons during, you know I think we did, were doing like a meet and greet right? Yeah, yeah. where we went to the owner's house, showed them some treat stuff. Then we after did. After they signed on. After they signed on. Then we did the midway and then it was the take home. Right. And then we were seeing like huge result from that. The okay. dogs
1: that were coming in were just so yeah. much further than. Exactly. And it just took, it, we were able to get further with them because mm-hmm. that first week we're not doing so much of like, okay, you have to eat out of my hand
0: exactly but we're gonna we could talk about those before lessons and now we ultimately do like two to three Mm -hmm. before lessons a midway and then the take home sometimes two midways it really all depends on the dog and the people right like how much extra do they need like where zeke um he was a dog where i was like okay he was very excitable, and we'll kind of talk about that yeah midway where we did a second one okay but this is why midways are important, and we could kind of talk about how like Zeke's first one r- yeah. went, right? Where the dog you can't change no matter it, how well your training is. That an owner and a dog are going to be excited to see each other yeah. after three weeks. I remember during my board and train, with, like when Captain got board and trained, like I it's was like excited. Christmas like, morning, yeah, like you want to cry. You're Get like, your hey, coming. but you know you you miss your dog, and that's yeah. that's fine, right? And I don't ever want owners restraining that, but we do have this huge opportunity here Mm -hmm. to where I can say, hey, if your dog shows any inappropriate behavior when you guys are saying hi to each other, I want you both to be excited. I want the dog to show excitability in the right way. I don't want him jumping on you. I don't want them nipping on you and those kind of behaviors you were suffering from, right? And
1: that's all things Zeke was suffering from, mouthing, Mm -hmm. jumping, body Mm -hmm. slamming.
0: Exactly. And it's a trans." the the midway is a transfer of command where it's like we really put the dog through a lot and we really showed them this leadership that the dog has been missing yeah and i want that to happen today during the midway Mm -hmm. through the walk and we'll kind of get into that but at the same time if we let things go where the dog's just kind of losing their mind and they're let it go yeah you know you can't just let it go and but at the same time i can't be like I'm gonna hold you in a bed stay right now as your owner. And expect come.
1: you to just Yeah ignore them. Exactly. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, so usually we do our midway like at a park or downtown and that kind yeah. of stuff for the most part. And first thing we do is we work on making sure the dog can wait, right? And then the owner's standing on the outside of the door where all I'm saying is, you need to wait at this door, and once you give me eye contact, you could jump out and go ahead go ahead and say, say hi, hi. Yeah. right? Again, huge opportunity to work on the dog's impulse control. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The biggest trigger that they're yeah.
1: going to see in weeks is exactly. this moment.
0: Yeah. So, I definitely don't let it all go, but I don't overly try to manage it where mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, oh, you can't say hi to you them. Can't I, you can't pet him. You can't puppy talk him. Yeah. The only thing I typically ask is, if I say no...
1: Step away.
0: Stop petting the dog and also don't crouch down. Because half of the problem is is the dog used to jump up because it wanted your attention and that kind of stuff. And you crouch down and then you kind of like cheat. Cheat for the dog and then you let them crawl all over you. Then I'm trying to correct that and everything's too huddled up and it gets messy. So that's why I do that, right? And then the dog starts and Understanding, like, oh wow, boundaries exist with my yeah. Owner.
1: My relationship is changing with my owner yeah. in this moment. Exactly. that's really what we want. You know, mm-hmm. we saw that with Zeke is like instantly he went back to like he hadn't jumped on us at all weeks. He ago. was
0: he was chest pumping like jumping pumping his owner into, into his owners, and he never did that to like even guests we had over. No. He was like...
1: That's just how they interacted. That was just their yeah. lives together. And they thought it was mm. funny. And yeah. We we're quickly like, this isn't going to no, happen anymore. No, this isn't good. Right? You have a 90-year-old mom who comes over often. Yeah. Like, you can't.
0: Yeah. So then, like, Zeke really had that association to them. He had that relationship with mm-hmm. them. Like, hey, like, you're my buddy. You're my playmate. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going back to the old ways with you. Right? Mm-hmm. And this is why the midway is important. Because you're going to struggle with that at a take-home lesson yeah. on top of all the information you have to give the owner while they're overly emotional about seeing the dog for the first time. Again, this is just why we don't right. not have that midway and just do take-home lessons. And that's right? not
1: something we could have worked on with Zeke because he didn't have that relationship mm-hmm. with us.
0: Yep. And then we do the walk. That's our special focus on this. Yeah, and the, reason, that's the lesson. And the reason being is because we're trying to do take away that unstructured interaction with the dog and the owner, Mm. right? Where with obedience, the owners tend to puppy talk a little bit more and that kind of stuff. Where the walk, I could say, hey, the only thing you need to talk to to the dog with is through your leash and your e-collar, Yeah, right? You don't have to – you could mark good, you can give them feedback, but there really is no reason and there's really no moment to sit there and be puppy talking the dog or causing like any conflicts in the relationship. And the walk is, like, the best way to start a new relationship.
1: 100%.
0: Um, All boarding trains that come in, usually when we pick them up or the morning after when we pick them up, Mm. that's the first thing we do. We we go for a walk. One of us takes them for a walk. We both try to do a walk in that first week with each one. Mm. Um, Like, usually they're, like, a two-mile at the quarry. And then we just show the dogs, like, hey, just move with me. Right, and that just really helps the dog kind of get in tune with that person and like connect mm-hmm. okay um, so that's why we start with that
1: mm-hmm. right the structured walk, yep,
0: um, so the structured walk, and then you know obviously it's kind of funny, I remember with um Mulligan and rest in peace Mulligan,, I miss I you, you. but it was hilarious when you handed the leash over to, to his owner. It was the funniest thing because they're like, oh, you know, Mulligan jumps up at the leash. He bites at the leash and, like, goes nuts and turns. And, like, he's playing He's playing. With the he's playing playing tug with the leash when yeah. they're on walks. And I, I saw it initially, and we got him to this, like, precision beautiful, point on walks.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Healing
0: perfectly. Yeah. And it was literally, I handed it over to the owner. And then Mulligan just starts playing, jumping up at him, biting on the leash and everything. As
1: soon as the hand touched the leash, the whole idea of what was supposed to happen changed for him. And then I was like, This is what we do.
0: Yeah. And then I go and grab the leash back from him. And then Mulligan's like back into precision mode. Like, okay, this is how we walk. (laughs) And we did it back and forth like a bunch of times. And it like was funny because it was like an on off switch. Yeah. Right. And that shows you how much like the relationship can have an impact right. on the dog when they first see each other, how important relationship is and how important like rules, boundaries and structure that needed to be there can come back. If I mean, you it don't. gives us a
1: plan really, because yeah. we would have no idea going in. I mean, after mm. training for three weeks, yeah. we, we have such a different relationship with the dog. We'd have no idea that they are going to act that way.
0: Yeah, the midway is a gauge.
1: Yeah, and we're able to, like, really give the owner, like, okay, this is how it's, like, Mm. this is the level of strictness you're going to have to have.
0: Yeah, exactly, where there's some dogs where it's, like, you see just, like, beautiful, awesome behavior at the midway, and you're, like, Mm -hmm. wow, you know, the owner's very amazed, and then that, it also helps us say, like, when the take-home's going to be, Mm -hmm. like, okay, how much more, how much little do they need? Yeah. So, here's just the interaction with them, with just the person outside of the environment. What happens when you put them in that environment with the person, with the old ways, and the
1: all the house going on at the house, the kids, the things, yeah, the schedule, Mm -hmm. and that's one thing I love about our program is it's so customizable. We're not like, all right, we we got a week to fix this, and you you got a week to learn all this. Like, I think he would benefit from an extra couple days of working on something specific,
0: and it's something we should be charting those extra days we should be but like at the same time it's really like hey i know the result of what you're trying to get to and what you what your goals what are you asked my service for so we're usually very flexible with that and you know we're kind of at this point where it's like a four to five week. we figure out usually the second week and do the midway yeah and then gauge it from there mm-hmm. right um So it gives us that ability and, you know, what our focus points are going to be, which I'm excited to see with Georgia. I know. Where Georgia's been kind of, she's been at this good point. She's definitely one of those dogs that are like, you're saying it. I'm going to give you a look and be like, how serious are you? Right. Like you were kind of explaining to me. And then if you don't follow through, I'm not going to follow through. Yeah. Right. Um. And she then, does that
1: myth with me more than mm-hmm. she does with you, but that's ironic because mm-hmm. the male owner in her life was her main handler, mm-hmm. and the female owner who was nine months pregnant. Yeah. Or pregnant for the last nine months.
0: Yeah. Had, and then her adrenaline, like yeah. she's definitely an excitable dog to where she could kind of check out if she's way too excited. Yeah. Right. Stimulated. Um. And I think just the presence of her owner, the the man is going to and and the wife is gonna
1: i'm excited work her
0: up yeah. and um hopefully they're bringing the baby yeah yeah so we can work on that pushing a stroll you know that's the thing is like mm-hmm. you know hey let's make sure that she can walk with a stroller i'm sorry i don't have strollers but i
1: walked her with it, a cart the other day was me was too good. yeah yeah that good. that
0: helped her a lot so you know doing those kind of things and making sure we can troubleshoot that and you know seeing what what we're going to have to do at that take home mm-hmm. what how much rules how much boundaries need to be set like some dogs where you know zeke was a dog where it's like hey man he can't go on the couch no. like that's not something he should be doing ever Mm-mm. okay we're i'm trying to think of other dogs where it, other dogs like sometimes- yeah flick, flick was, I was a like,
1: dog that you can give him more freedom we just need yeah. to see what choices he makes but we
0: had to take the couch out in the first place right but yeah. then we saw how he did it at his midway we saw how he did it at his take home and it's like okay just for a week or so
1: yeah don't let him he on the couch really on these and things. then
0: make it permission based right right but anyhow you know back to the midway uh what Other key component, you know, getting the dog out in public, doing the patio work and that kind of stuff. And their
1: owners having that experience because Mm. prior to this, a lot of people don't even like think about taking their dog in public or taking their dog in a store or taking Mm. their dog on a patio and having lunch. Like Zeke was not a dog that they could ever fathomed doing that with. And Mm. we went and sat down, Chase too. We went and sat down and had lunch with Chase's owners. Exactly. And like- People walked by, kids ran by, there was food involved. I mean, there was another dog on the patio. Yeah. All of those things are not something that people necessarily get to experience with their dog mm-hmm. and having a tr- their trainer there to kind of walk them through of like how it should look like, when to implement structure, what kind of rules should be like in your mind, like what should our expectations be of Chase? He should be in a down the entire time we're sitting down at dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, walking in, we should be walking in with a loose leash, like all of those things. Um, that's how it looks.
0: So that we could give them that feedback and be there for that experience right. where trainers will be like, Hey, look at your dog's at a patio. Yeah. Like, right? look, I
1: took your dog to a patio. Exactly. This but- is how well they did for, for, for me, for mm-hmm. me, because I'm doing all of these little things to make sure that they're successful.
0: Yeah. You and know? then you just do the take home at the home and then they don't see the dog work off the property or learn how to do that. Right. Right. Or in a facility where it's like, okay, let's get them into a, ch- a challenging state. Yeah. Where, you know, Georgia's owner, they just had a baby. I'm not trying to make them,
1: No. like,
0: go walk through downtown. We know Georgia can do it. Right. But then we also know.
1: They're going to be living in a new neighborhood, so that's going to be yeah. where they're walking for a while.
0: Exactly. So focusing on just the basics yeah. of walking and making sure. They have and a new
1: backyard sure. and everything. They mm-hmm. moved during the board and train.
0: And then same with, like, they need to focus on in-home obedience. Yeah. It's not so much that they have to worry about getting her out to home deep, you know, where Chase is more like he needs exposure, right? Yeah. Where she, yeah, exposure is important to her, but matching the lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I want to take every owner to a patio, but then some owners just aren't interested in that. No, and not it's a, like, I'm something not something they want to do. I'm not going to over, you know, play play the car. like. No, well, we
1: customize for what their lifestyle mm-hmm. is. One exactly. thing I really love about Midway's is we get that one-on-one time with the owner. And mm-hmm. it's like we really get to know them. Build a talk. relationship. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, mm-hmm. I just had your dog for three weeks. Yeah. Like, you've trusted me with your baby. And we try to do and, that like, with I the really want to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> but you can hang out in that one. The yeah. lessons are more formal where we're like, okay, you need to learn this. Yeah. Where this walk and talk, like, normally multiple people come and you're working with one person. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of stand back and, like, chat. And yeah. I just love it. I love getting to know the people and like talking to them about this is what you can do with the board and train. This is something that they're good at. Like I've yeah. really gotten to know this about the dog, and this is what I'm working on with them.
0: You give them like even though we do that in updates, like you still oh, are yeah, able to give them that like real. We can talk like, about the updates. I've been li- to... we've been living with your dog. Like right. this is what it's been like. You yeah. know, um, their
1: best friend is Sasha. Like, they just they really yeah. gravitate towards female, like that kind of stuff. Like I've noticed yeah. about them.
0: And those, those conversations are really important because you always find where the owner's like, yeah, you know, also where you'd be like, yeah, I, you know, use the vacuum room on the dog the other day. They're and like, no way. Yeah, they'll be amazed by it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that was a problem.
1: Right. You know. Geor- I, t- I texted Georgia's owner the other day and I was like, yeah, I gave her a bath. It's just we're muddy yeah. out here. And he's like, oh, my God. The bath was like torture. It was so hard to <laughs> yeah. give her a bath. She'd freak out. And I'm like oh, she did really good for the bath. And then I blue dry her and she was really good for the blow dryer. And those moments were reassuring to me because like we really are helping the dog have a like more Mm. confident mindset, a more capable mindset Mm -hmm. for things that, you know, before were really troubling to them. Yeah, And like, I didn't go into it knowing Georgia was going to be bad. I didn't Mm -hmm. do anything different. I just, you know, structure. She had a leash on. I gave her leash pressure if she was like, Having moments of stiffness, and we, we just did it, and it was yeah. fine.
0: Another big thing that kind of, what was I going to say? Um, the confidence for the owner, taking off pressure. Oh, yeah, I think that's, that's a huge. A lot of
1: pressure, the take
0: home. The midway alone, owners will be like, oh, I'm so nervous and stuff. I'm like, you're just going for a walk with your dog. Yeah, it's not going to be gonna too go bad. For a walk? Yeah. And then the big, uh, kind of one more key point is that's when we hand over the e collar.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I make it very simple. I say, hold it like this. Your fingers on the button. If we need to adjust the level, I'm going to do that. And I go more into the e-collar details and like the buttons and adjusting levels. We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll do that during the mid- the midway. But I don't make it the owner's responsibility to till know. the take home. Yeah. Right. So that they get because a lot of people get nervous. They're like, I don't want to shock my dog. I don't it want too. them. There's yeah. A lot of times I'll have the owners feel it, and once they feel it, they see, like, wow, that's nothing. Because a lot of t- the times, most of the dogs work under, like, 20. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to go to, like, 30, 40 during a midway lesson, that kind of stuff, and the owners understand. But most owners don't feel it till it starts at, like, a 15. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they feel it a little bit lower, but, like, Chase doesn't go above a 10. Mm -mm. right for the most part for his working levels yeah for his like working levels maybe a little bit into the like teens teens at times but his owner felt it and she's like i don't feel it at a 10 and i'm like yeah like he's that sensitive Mm -hmm. right and like you know if you tap him at when they were tapping him at a five on the property and they were like working him there he was like very like whoa and he had a kind of big response to it at five at five with the wife with leah every time she used it and then i started realizing it's because she's never had a way to clearly tell him no and
1: they're so in tune
0: and he's so in tune with that with her and he was like whoa wow we had Mm -hmm. him like working at one with her and he was feeling it and it was very bizarre but i think it was just the fact that leah was actually telling him no and he was shook Mm -hmm. right but the e-collar is huge because what happens is We'll we'll give the owners a little education on the leash work, how mm-hmm. the leash teaches, maybe even do a lesson with them of just walking before the dog gets dropped off, sometimes like, in- like the second or third lesson beforehand. And once they learn the leash, it becomes very simple. At that time in the walk, anytime you use the leash is when you would use the e-collar because the e-collar kind of layers over and takes over your pressure, Mm -hmm. right? The pressure that's applied on the leash, the pressure that's applied on the e-collar. So I, you know, we'll tell them anytime you used it on the leash or you feel tension on the leash, use your Mm e-collar, right? And it becomes very simple for them to start understanding how that e-collar is working as they see it within the walk. They see the direction and how the dog responds to the lack of direction given from the leash Mm -hmm. and the pressure that's being given through the e-collar. And then they start to be like, okay, this is how off leash works by seeing it on leash. Yeah. Right? And once they see that, then when we go into the obedience at the take home, they're like, I got this. Right?
1: It makes sense. The concepts. Yeah. The, con- like, the philosophy of it makes sense.
0: Yeah. Where it's like, this is how long you hold down the e-car. This is how you say no with it and that kind of stuff. And they begin to apply it a lot better. And then we could talk about all the buttons because... Those tools can be overwhelming when you're thinking about the levels, when you don't know how to use all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So just keeping it simple for the owner to transfer to a tool that they, you know, never used or have preconceptions right. of. So a lot of people yeah. think
1: it's just a I'm, the shocker. I'm just yeah. going yeah, to shock see. the dog when they don't do something. And that's mm-hmm. not how we use it at yeah, all. So. It's
0: a Wi-Fi leash, right? Yeah. Um, Communication as a lot device. Of trainers say. So that's a huge thing that happens.
1: In the midway, In the yeah. midway
0: is the e-collar being used in the owner. And if the owner does re- really well with it, with the walk, what happens is, depends where we're at. If we're downtown, yeah. I don't do off-leash stuff. But then I'm like, okay, we've done enough walking. We'll get to the area in the quarry or get to the area, like if we're working on the property, drop the leash. And they're like, what? I said, drop the leash, right? And then we, I show them kind of how the commands work with the e-collar, mm-hmm. which is the recall, and show them how well the off-leash kind of stuff really works, mm-hmm. right? And then they're like, okay, well, that's how the command works. You know, here's probably your simplest command when it comes to applying with the e-collar pressure, but it's probably the most command you want the most reliability with Mm -hmm. and knowing how to use with the e-collar. So that's why I make sure that they practice that because, hey, sometimes your dog's not going to be out on leash, even if it's not intended, you'll know what to do. Mm -hmm. You will know how to control the dog in that Mm -hmm. situation. Okay. So, yeah. That's why you know midways. A lot of trainers are kind of scared to do them. They think the dogs are gonna miss. You were at one point. I was. They, you think that they're gonna set them back. That the dog's gonna be like, I can't work anymore because I miss the owner and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah,
1: like they get this huge mind shift or something. But most yeah. dogs are just mind blown. They're like, yeah. whoa, mom mm-hmm. does it too. You know,
0: that's the most tired day of the boarding train yeah, that the dogs are. At. Like they're exhausted for the next twenty four hours. Every single dog, when they see their owner, and you make them do the walk with the owner, everybody learns and kind of gets exhausted. And like again, imagine putting on top of teaching the obedience, on top of these are all your tools. This is what your routine is going to be when we, when you, when the dog's
1: at home. These are the expectations,
0: and all that, and be like, okay. On top of it, you're going to learn walks and learn the e collar and learn the leash and how that works. No. And your take home, like you're not retaining
1: anything. No.
0: And you're overwhelmed and excited to see your dog. Yeah, right? you're not retaining it. And that's where the walk's nice. Is like, I just need you to walk. You could be excited all you want, but I need you to just walk straight and keep your dog healing, you know, mm-hmm. nicely. Do some
1: some exercises. Exactly.
0: So it's it? a great outlet and a great kind of situation for the dog and owner to take the training further. We so.
1: love midways.
0: We love midways. We love beforehand lessons. We could talk about that, but really, you know, in, in essence, the pre-lessons are to build foundation yeah. so that the dog when they come in i don't have to work on hand feeding and charging marker and words. it gives the
1: owners kind of like a, a training mindset too mm-hmm. like okay we're going to change yeah. the way you feed your dog you're not always going to be putting food in a bowl mm-hmm. you're going to start hand feeding it and using that as currency yeah and then we're going to talk about crate training we're going to talk about um some boundaries and structure in the house Mm -hmm. and things like that maybe you're going to drag a leash in the house so Mm -hmm. you can give some guidance things like that we give a lot of management tips yeah
0: showing we'll we'll go into that i guess next but yeah showing that response they have responsibility here
1: yeah and we get to see the dog in the house (laughs) which sometimes can be worse than what was described in the eval or it can be like okay Maybe you're being dramatic and we just need to, like, yeah. do a little bit of this. And not dramatic
0: <laughs> or just, like, there's just one little thing you could be doing that could That'll change the whole situation. Thing. Yeah. All right. I, I loved talking about dogs. You know, 100% could talk about the property all day. Um, But right now, we're, we we're have to talk go, dogs, right? Yeah, yeah. So, awesome, guys. Thanks for tuning back in. We're going to try to stay as consistent as possible. Sorry it's been a little bit flaky. A
1: little bi-weekly, yeah.
0: Um Which let's plan for bi-weekly yeah you know i'm i like that it's a little more realistic mm-hmm. um so rather than waiting two three weeks you know every other week so yeah cool awesome well thanks, thanks for listening guys
1: thanks for being here and if you are on your way to work or wherever you're getting to be in have a great day and enjoy mm-hmm. your day enjoy your dog it's summertime now get outside yeah. um wear sunscreen <laughs> where's some sunscreen tom did it. And uh, if you're looking for more information, you can find us at lakeerydogs.com on all social medias, including Patreon, if you feel like you want to support us at Lake Erie Dogs.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Goodbye.
1: Bye.